I just want to be an ordinary student in a university. Wait, that is not exactly what happened, right? <laughs> Find out the realities on Uni Saga. Hey there, what's up? And this is Daniel C. Welcoming you back on Uni Saga. Well, I have to say, as weeks passes by, I really want to thank all listeners out there for keeping up with these sagas and also dropping me lots and lots of love with suggestions on topics that you would like me to cover and people that I could feature. So trust me, I am working on it, but thank you very much, people. And now, moving on this episode onwards, I will be launching a series of new EPs every alternate weeks or maybe fortnights called Millennial Malaysia featuring great personalities that worth your attention and hopefully their stories will inspire you one way or another. Therefore, to kickstart our first Millennial Malaysia with me here in the studio, I've got Wen Kai. Hi everyone, I'm Kai and uh, thanks, you know, thanks to Daniel for the invitation. <laughs> no, 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 it's been a pleasure really. Okay guys, so Wen Kai is the co-founder and managing director of 97 Bros which is a Malaysian fashion accessory brand. I mean, I believe it is familiar to most of you, if not, I mean. And also, you started your business venture while you were still in uni. Did I get it right, yeah, Arwen Kai? Yeah. Yes, Daniel. Okay, uh, so would you like to tell us more about it, about your business venture when you first started? Yeah, actually, I started my first business when I was 12. In primary school Wow so I At started, 12? Yeah. What was I even doing At 12 years old? <laughs> it, is okay. a, it is a comic rental business Wow okay. And you know We charge people By 20 cents 50 cents And if you want to sign up For membership I charge them 1 ringgit And we make pretty huge money You know We make about 80 bucks In a, in a first month okay. And it was huge Back then in primary school But one month later My, my class teacher Actually um, confiscated the money Oh dear and Yeah that, that So is a all, goes story. That, all goes that hard work <laughs> Yeah yeah She confiscated and never returned But okay. I still met her on the street <laughs> Okay okay And then from then onwards You also did many other ventures right Many new startups as well Right after, Do you mind After, yeah. after the business actually Fast forward to, to my college life I started uh, 97 Bros I started Itranko Shoelace business And uh, other multiple business Mm-hmm. And and how did all of that went? Did it all? Uh, was it great? Mm, yeah, it's, it was a great journey, and you know we got a lot of failures, a lot of obstacles to overcome. Yeah, it's it's not easy. <laughs> and speaking of which, I also heard that you're launching something new. Am I right? Yeah, I'm actually launching my sixth business, and this is uh, the sixth yeah, one. Th- that okay. is the sixth one. And it is actually a silver premium jewelry brand. It's called Eighteen Celebrations, and I'm going to launch it in one month's time. So check it out. <laughs> wow. Okay. And how old are you again, Wunkai? I'm turning twenty-one. Wow. Okay. And so, so you were saying that you start at the age of twelve. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's really great. That's really nice. So, okay. And also, now as the finalist of Entrepreneurs Organization Global Student Entrepreneur Award and one of the thirty stars of. Sunway alumni You were saying that At the age of 19 You have already Started getting Invitations To give talk At different universities Inspiring young minds And generations So Did you always know You were going to be In this field? Yeah sort of Because you know The fire has been in my heart You know since Since young Because my parents They are running their own business So I think I'm pretty influenced By them And I know business Is the path That I want to work for so that's why you can see I've been through a lot of failures and I still stand up, stand up, stand up again. So do you think again. what you are today is also because of your parents? Is it because you grew yeah. up watching them like doing this and that and this yeah, and I that? Yeah, I think that so. is one of the one of the main factor, you know. 
And what kind of line were they in? What kind of business they are, are in, they in? Uh, actually in the food ingredient business. Food ingredient business. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I see that's where you get your inspiration, basically from your parents, lah. Right. Sort of. <laughs> mm, I see. And then how? Okay. Basically, how would you describe yourself in three words? Yes, I'm a dare kind of person, and I'm an explorer. I'm also very persistent on what I want to do. So, do you think that three characteristics is really important that every young entrepreneur out there should embody? Yes, I believe so because you know the reason why I can kickstart my own business because I dare to try different things, I dare to explore, and that is what also stops people from doing their own business, even even if they have a dream. But they are there. They they are not there to do so because they are, they are afraid of failures. And you also mentioned persistent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So see, when you start a business, it's not like oh, you start today and you will, you know, sustain all along the way. True. There is no smooth journey. So so there is ups and downs. So yeah. so when ups, people are like wow, cheers for you. But when downs, people don't see it. That's right. And That's a lot right. of people are giving up when they are down. I the see. downside, you know. So basically, you have to be a risk taker, Solari. That's that's yeah. like another way as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. So at the age of eighteen, when you first started tapping your feet into the new startup, what is it like juggling hectic uni life with business? I mean, because being a student myself, inevitably assignments and uni can actually take about eighty to ninety percent of your time. And uh, because I know, when, I'm like. I'm still a student, by the way, and you know life can be really, really hectic, and I don't, I, I really don't have things, I don't have time to do pretty much uh everything else. So yeah, what is it like for you juggling business and uni life? Yeah, it's it's really tough, you know, because I have to sacrifice a lot of my leisure time, movie time, and stuff. So right after class, I always you know walk back to home and start to to work on my business, because previously we have no stuff, so I have to do all the marketing. Financial stuff, accounting stuff, and also crafting the production. I'm the one who handle. Wow. The one with my partner. We have we have to. Wait, craft how the many of you then? To, how many to, of you then? Okay, we have five partners. Five partners. But uh, just two of us. We are we are doing the crafting. We are doing mm. the production. So it's it's really hectic. You know, I have to to work day and night. In the morning, go to school, go back, craft bracelet, and I'm still handling the social media side. So you also told me something about like. Uh, like at some point, it was a bit too pressuring for you that you could not handle it anymore, and you decided to. Yeah, D- during the first two semester, I was still quite okay with the schedule and stuff because it's first and second semester. Yeah, it's, it's the first semester. But during semester. the the third semester, even though it's a short semester, but our business is growing, growing very fast. Was growing very fast. And this was ninety seven bros then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then was growing very very fast, and I don't think I can cope with it. I feel a few subjects. I don't have time oh, to wow. attend Oh wow! You feel a few subjects, <laughs> really? Yeah, because previously somebody sponsored me seventy five percent of scholarship, so I have to maintain it. Okay. And I I wasn't able to cope with the with my studies. And then after so that, after that, I talked to my parents and I convinced them a lot of times. And fortunately, they agree with me. They said, "Kai, okay, you can you can go with a gap year first. So basically, you took a gap year. Yeah, one Do year I, gap. One year gap, but. Um, one year gap. Do you went back to uni after that, or you just continued to be a dropped out or something? I am actually looking to join back the university in coming July. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's take a short break. Okay, that's really interesting. Uh, that's a little bit of tease over there, <laughs> but we'll come back right after break. All right? all right. So do stay tuned as we go on a short break, and we'll be back with me, Daniel C, and Wen Kai in the studio. 
Hey, 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 you're back with me, Daniel C, and my guest, Lim Wun Kai on the show. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so earlier we were talking about what was it like to be juggling uni life and your new business startup. Then you also mentioned that you took a year gap. Was it a year gap? Yeah, it's, one, yeah. it's a one year gap. Okay, so what do you do within that one year gap? I was focusing on my business. Okay, full-time focus yeah, on business. Yeah, full-time on business. What about your business partner? Did they also took a year gap after that? Uh, one of my partner actually graduated from diploma. Okay. So, because a lot of us, we work remotely in the past. Yeah, so I see. So, one of my partner in US and, you know, one of my partners just studying in KL. So, the main two partners, we are in full-time. Mm-hmm, I see. So, basically, both of you sort of took that year gap. La. Uh, no, he finished. He actually completed his Oh, diploma. he completed yeah. his and yeah. you took the year gap. Because I was taking degree You were then. taking degree yeah, then. that's why I have to So, did that years. one year gap just be one year or it lasted <laughs> till today? <laughs> it was last year, March. So, it's over one year. It's, it's, over, it's, it's more, more than, than one, one year. year so. Yes, this also <laughs> reminds me something very similarly like Michael Dell, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, they were all uni dropouts but they were... Well, uni dropouts la. You but took a no, year gap I, We draw from different universities They're all you know From those Harvard Stanford <laughs> <laughs> But again you know There are You know like you know, Some people would just uh, Struggle through And you know Put business aside first You know because They said you know In Malaysia It's a little bit tough If you don't have A degree paper And everything You know education And search to back you up So what do you think about that I mean The fact that you took That one year gap At such a very young age And you decided to pursue Your business first Put it as your priority so what was running through your head at that time? Do you think it's all well worth? The reason why I dropped out, sort of like take a gap year because I see that business opportunity comes and go. Mm-hmm. And if you don't grab it, other people is going to do it. I see. And it's not so easy for you to spot a, a, an opportunity and that opportunity that works for you. So do you think whatever business that you ventured during that time, which was 97 bros, uh-huh. uh you think was it well worth? I mean, like that yeah, that that, yeah. that gap and everything. Did yes. it? Did it bring you a good return? Yes, it did. It did. In which brings me to my next question. I mean, like, have you made your first million yet? Um, we are almost there. Almost there. <laughs> we are almost there. So how how almost is almost? Very close. Very close. Ten percent. Oh, 10, oh <laughs> 10%. okay. Wait, that is very close to the first million. Okay, so tell us more a little bit, like how much capital was invested, and and yeah. In in the December, we actually don't have any goal or vision in the past when we, when we just started the business. Mm-hmm. So um, we just invested five hundred each from each partner. Five hundred total. E- we have like two two point five k. Two point five k. All right. And in about one and a half year, we we hit almost one million. Wow! Wow! Were you guys? Was that an expected ROI? No. Or was no. it like you know? Like, we, whoa! No. I didn't know this would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we just launched a business because we want to gain some experience and also we want to, you, you know, make a few hundred bucks a month and cover my living costs. And that is the, the initial motive. All right, that's the initial motive. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, boop, uh, yep, young entrepreneur, there sudden, you go. Sudden. Yeah, out of sudden. So what are you looking like? Uh, what is your investment capital in your next coming business? Um, in the next coming business, because of uh, the the product itself is a silver is a silver jewelry. Okay. So the the inventory cost, of course, will cost me a lot. And, All right. You know, I've been through so many businesses, and I have my own expectations for for everything that I do in the business. Mm-hmm. So I have my close my very close mentor as my investor in this new business. I see. That's that that that, that is very cool. It's yeah, very cool. So what are the ROI you're expecting from this? We're aiming to hit ten million in three years. 
In sales Oh wow <laughs> Okay Hopefully <laughs> So just so girls If you're wondering Out there Kai are you still single? No just taken last year <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry girls But he's taken Okay sounds like You work really hard To get where you are today mm-hmm. Now tell me Um how do you spoil yourself? I'm sure everyone wonders, you know, like with so you much know, of money, when, you know, how when, do you when, spoil when yourself? We just, when we just make some money, mm-hmm. I tend to, you know, I'm the kind of person who enjoy the atmosphere, the environment. Mm-hmm. So I pay for this kind of thing. I also pay for material. So okay. obviously when I make a little bit of money, I, I tend to spend in bars, you know, I like to go to sky bars so you can see I, so I living the baller to, life to, to, to Halifax. Not not kind of baller life, but I love to drink at in, in the sky bar. Mm, okay, so have you bought your first car yet as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what car is it? It's actually a Honda City. So. Okay, you know what? That's great. You know, I can't even afford my one yet. I mean like well, okay, you know, that's great. I mean it's really nice to see how thanks, I thanks. mean young entrepreneurs c- c- can be, you know, like like where they are right now, which is really great. So what would you say are the three essential things needed when starting up a business? I think as the, the three things I mentioned just now, the courage, whether that to do it or not, and, and the, then persistence. the persistency, and also the mindset is very important. Mindset is very the important. Kind of so these are important. things that determines what a business would be like and the outcome yeah. of the business. Especially so, your attitude. Attitude. Yeah. Okay. What, what kind of attitude are you, are you referring to? I am a very teachable person. Okay. So I talk to a lot of mentors and they love to mentor me. Okay. Because they see I am taking their hungry their for for yeah, knowledge, hungry hung- for the advice, and you know they are very fine for me to consult with them. <laughs> so in that case, whom have you met in the business industry that have inspired you tremendously? Any big shots, CEO, founders? One of my close mentor, Mr. Chen Wong from uh, Open Minds Resources. Okay. He is my first, very first mentor. So during an event, you know, just a very casual event, he, he spoke about marketing in that forum in some way. Mm-hmm. So after the event, I approached him and I said, hey, I'm just starting up 97 Bros. And uh, I want to ask you about some marketing advice. Then he said, Kai, just call me up for a coffee. Wow. So there is the first time, bang, you know, mm. I, I I got a chance to speak to a man to, to my mentor. I see. So apart from your mentor, what other bigger names out there? Bigger's name, you know, previously when I was uh, graduated from my foundation, mm-hmm. I worked in a financial planning company, and I was quite close with my boss. So he told me something. He said, "Kai, you know, if you want to connect." With any people in the world You just have to go through A six degree separation So six degree separation Stands for Anyone in the world You want to connect with They are just six steps Or fewer steps Away from you I see Like levels like Positions yeah. like that yeah. Okay yeah. And So then? from there I get some inspiration I say hey you know Robert Kwok the, One of the richest men in Malaysia Yep He is my business idol Since young Okay and then So I say hey Why not, why not just try to, to Approach him you know mm-hmm. So I wrote a letter and I passed through that, that how, six how steps. And I passed through about three to four steps. Or oh, three to four steps. That's really got short. To Robert Cork. And then and one happened? month later, he actually sent back a letter to me. No way, Robert <laughs> Cork. Yeah, replied that was when you? I was eighteen. Wow. Okay. And then, <laughs> so with that onwards, I know that, you know, wow, the, one of the busiest guy in the world replied me a letter. And that gives me the kind of courage to approach more and more people, successful entrepreneurs especially, that I want to learn from. 
Mm-hmm. So from there onwards, I I link up with my mentors, link up with other so what, mentors. So what 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 was in the content of that letter when he replied to you? He replied to me and um about five advices that he can give. Okay, what are the five advices that we can benefit from it? Um, he said that be resilient because there is a lot of uh, setbacks is going to happen to you. Okay. Stay a healthy life. Healthy, healthy life. life. Okay. Be persistent. Be persistent. And uh, I can't really remember the other two. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's all in that letter. We can post up the letter so we all can see. That's nice. That's cool. So, okay. I've got one question which mm-hmm. is, always runs in my head. How does an entrepreneur that is starting from scratch can compete with another entrepreneur whom is also just starting up but has financial backing from wealthy parents? Because we've got... Two entrepreneurs out there, young entrepreneurs. Some people have got financial backing from mm-hmm. their parents, which gives them the advantage to move forward. But what about those that do not have that kind of capital, that do not have that kind of advantage? So, yeah, what do you think about that? I think, you know, people is the most important part in the business. Okay. So no matter how rich they are, how poor they are, if they want to do it, they can, they can succeed. So if you talk about, you know, rich parents, rich family background, of course, they have the advantage. Just like, so how can one compete with the richer ones? Mm. Did you yourself come from a rich background family? That's why I, that gives you that advantage. I'm from a middle. I can say middle income group. Average, okay. average, just average family, and you know, financial support wise, you know, a few thousand, not not an issue. Still, still possible. But for those who can't, you know, there is a lot of investor out there in the market right now, okay. and they are kind of open to idea and investment. I see. So just see how eager you are. And how much you need So that boils down Back to yourself Your own personality And also your characteristics Right Yeah that's true Like whether you're eager To learn And I think sometimes It's also the ideas That you have That that, Idea is is cheap Idea is cheap Okay Anyone can copy Ideas are expensive Uh, Isn't it Anyone can copy idea After a launch of business Okay that's quite true So it's much more important It's about you You yourself So at the end of the day Even like for investors They look into the entrepreneur Instead of only the business plan itself Mm. So now, before we wrap up the whole thing, what is your advice and secret to many young entrepreneurs out there that also wants to be successful or maybe uh, not in the progress of achieving their first one million? What is your advice? I think is that don't try to think too much. A better plan that they execute today is always better than a perfect plan without executions. And I can see a lot of people, they, you know, sometimes they text me, they WhatsApp me and say, Kai, uh, can we have a coffee? I said, yes, you know, we hang out for a coffee and they brief me about their business. They are going to start a business, this and that. But, you know, 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 of, of them, one year later when they see me, they're actually doing nothing. The reason why, because they are, they are trying to figuring out too many things at once. I see. And that brings them a lot of worries. Uh-huh. And with that worries, they are afraid of failure. And that is why... So when you stop. say don't think too much and perhaps aim for something simple... So, uh, so let's say you have an idea. Okay. You you sort of like calculate the risk, mm-hmm. and if there's something that you can take, go ahead with it. So I most see. of them they don't because they try to figure out. Oh, ah, yeah, later I can't I can't get the right people. Later my people they have dispute this and that. Later my cash has an issue. So how I'm going to settle that? I don't know. I have no experience. So with that worries, they are not going to take the first steps. I see. Okay, so your advice would be just uh, take your first step and you believe know believe in your believe in your in your in your sense. 
Okay, that's great. Thank you very much. So now, uh, where can people find you if they want to keep up with your business tracks from time to time? Are you on social media? Or I am is very there... active on Instagram. So okay. you can just search Kai or Wen Kai Lim, W-E-N-K-A-I-L-I-M. And yeah, just hit a follow button and I'll accept you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you want to meet him for a cup of coffee yeah, session, text, you need more you know. advice or anything at all, hey, I've got this great man right before me that is more than happy to help them out, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. fine because people helped me before that. <laughs> that's great, that's great. So I help uh, whatever like, I can. Yeah, it's like help whatever you can and, you know, just yeah, yeah, share sure. the good bit. <laughs> okay, cool. And alright, so if there is anyone else that you would like me to feature under the Millennial Malaysia series, feel free to hit me up on the comment section below or find me on my IG at I am Daniel O'Neill. So I guess this is pretty much for the first episode of Millennial Malaysia. People do do stay tuned for more and till then this is Daniel C okay be gone